Did you recently hold a great presentation, a great workshop? But for some reason, the outcome didn't stick in the mind of the participating people. If this sounds familiar to you, then you were probably experiencing the cognitive bias of your audience. In this episode, I will share with you how you can create a strong start and how you can create an even stronger ending of your workshop or your presentation so that your audience remembers what you've told them. Do you want to learn more? Then tune into this episode. Welcome to Charisma Hacks, the show where you get strategies, tools, and mind training to learn to speak from your innermost conviction, to own who you truly are, and to stand in your full power. I am Ulrike, and I am wholeheartedly dedicated to empowering leaders to connect with their authentic self so that they can sparkle from the inside and lead and communicate with charisma. Even when we think we are recalling facts about an experience, our recollection of events is biased by the feelings we were having during the experience. And the reason for this is simple. Our brain cannot remember every single detail of an experience and therefore filters what data it wants to process. Anything that created a strong emotion wins the race and particularly the emotion we were left with at the end of an experience. So if you want people to remember your message in a positive way, put effort into creating a strong ending. This can be anything from creating a vision for the future, startling your audience with a contrarian statement, or motivating them with an inspiring call to action, for example. What is important to understand is that people don't remember you for what you were saying, but for how you made them feel. This is also directly related to becoming more charismatic, as one important characteristic of charismatic people is that they are able to trigger emotions. So what people ultimately remember is how they were feeling at the end of an event or a presentation. So it's definitely worth making the effort of spending some time on working that out properly to make sure that you have a strong ending. And you can worry much less about the body content of your presentation as people most likely do not even remember the details of it. Instead of focusing mostly on the details of your core content, which seems to be important intuitively, do something that seems to be counterintuitive and focus on the small bits at the beginning to grab their attention right from the start and even more importantly, at the end. I'll give you a little bit of scientific background information about this theory now. It is called or known as the peak theory. And it was discovered and explored by Daniel Kahneman, an Israeli psychologist. He focused particularly on the cognitive bias that is impacting the accuracy of our memories of specific events. And that includes also your presentation or your workshop. He states in his studies that human beings have a high cognitive bias and that human errors in memory are very frequent. And this is the reason why you might remember an event in a certain way and a person who was with you at that same event remembers it differently. This is totally normal because we all have our own internal filters. And memory is not designed for being accurate or complete. 
it is there to help us to survive. Basically, nearly everything that is happening in our brain is there to help us to survive. And for survival, you do not need to put a lot of weight on the exactness of every single detail of an experience. What you need to remember is how good or bad this experience was and whether it ended well. That is information that you need as an organism to survive. This is why we have this cognitive bias. And this is why we focus on specific elements that make a difference when it comes to presentations at work or workshops that you are holding. As I said in the beginning, it's particularly important to have a strong ending as this is what your audience will remember and a strong beginning to grab their attention right from the start. So before you work out a presentation, before you go into detail, ask yourself a very important question. And this is, how do you want people to feel at the end of your presentation? How do you want them to feel? I know that most people in business, and I was doing the same for decades, are watching out for what is the goal? What is the message of their communication? What is this key message that you, you want to convey? You have to think about the key message. I totally agree. But that is not your most important asset. That is not the game changer here. The game changer is how will people feel when they leave the room after your presentation? This is what they will remember. And if you want them to remember your key message, then make them feel in a way that they want to remember your key message. Because the vehicle to embed this key message in their brains is the emotion that they are left with. And if you want them to listen to you throughout your presentation, if you want to get their full attention, that you also need to have a strong start, something surprising. Let's look deeper into these elements now. Let's begin in a chronological order. Let's begin with the start of your presentation. You can, for example, just come into the room and say, Hey, uh, can you hear me well? Uh, are you all seeing the slides? I'm sure this is familiar to you. I'm not saying you are doing this, but I'm very sure that you know a lot of people who are doing this. And what happens? The audience loses attention. They are bored before the person has even started with the presentation. So give yourself a strong start. One way to do this is making a bold claim. I recently read an article where they cited as an example the speech of Martin Luther King, I have a dream. The bold claim was not, I have a dream. It was the introduction of his speech where he said, I am happy to join with you today in what will go down in history as the greatest demonstration for freedom. So today this sounds pretty obvious because we know what happened afterwards, but by that time this was really surprising. People had no clue what will come next. They only knew something big is coming up. So if you are able to make a bold claim so that you raise the curiosity of your audience, you have managed to give it a great start. A second way of a powerful start is surprising your audience by saying something they do not expect. Most likely they expect from you a classic intro like, Today I will speak about the updated project plan of our set of new products. Instead of doing this, 
start with something different. Maybe you tell them, I know that you're expecting me to speak about the updated project plan today, but what if I told you that I want to go on a treasure quest for opportunities? By doing this, you will grab their attention because they will think, oh, that's not what I expected. What will we do now? Surprise your audience and you'll get their attention. And a third way of having a strong start is by telling a story right away without any classic introductory words, which people are expecting from you. Start immediately with a story. For example, you come into the room, you stand up, you say, last week I had a discussion with a friend that I hadn't seen for a couple of years and he told me, and then you continue the story for about two or three minutes. Choose a story or an anecdote that illustrates what triggered the thinking behind your presentation and why all the arguments that will follow in your presentation are valuable and important. When you then continue with the actual body of your presentation, you can use a variety of tools to keep your audience with you, such as using metaphors, asking questions, or other interactive elements, and so on and so forth. There are many different ways on how you can shape an impactful and interesting presentation. You can listen to other episodes of this podcast to learn more about that. But let's stick to the topic of this episode. And this is about having a strong start and having an even stronger ending. Let's move now to the ending. As I said in the very beginning, when you think about your presentation, think first of all of how you want people to feel at the end of your presentation or workshop. Do you want them to feel empowered? Do you want them to feel inspired, optimistic, joyful? Or do you want them to feel intrigued, questioning themselves? What is the emotion you want to leave them with? I will share with you now three examples of endings that you can use. Powerful endings that trigger specific reactions, very specific emotions. Let's start with a dynamic ending that leaves people feeling intrigued. If you want people to question themselves or systems or projects, then you can end with a contrarian statement. A contrarian statement that makes people think, that leaves them thoughtful at the end of your talk or your presentation. To help you understand what such a statement could be like, let me share the following example. If we are all looking into the same direction, we can see one possible outcome. If we value our differences and look into different directions, we multiply the options we have and open the door to innovative solutions. That is most likely something that makes people think. Out of the three powerful endings that I share with you today, it's one of the most tricky ones because it is not so easy, as you can imagine, to find such a contrarian statement. It needs to fit to your content, it needs to fit to your audience, and it has to come from you in a natural way as well. The second example is an ending that is far easier to implement and certainly more natural for any presenter. It will leave your audience with a feeling of being empowered. If you want your audience to take initiatives, to take action, then you end your presentation with a strong and compelling call to action. A call to action is a powerful tool and is certainly something that is very useful to you as well 
because after all, you are doing your presentation with a specific purpose in mind, and most likely you want people to do something with it. Think through your call to action very properly. It's not just about saying at the end of your presentation, now it's up to you, let's now pull together the information we need. That is not compelling. It's not inspiring. And it is pretty boring, and that means you will leave people with the emotion of not being inspired. And this is what they will remember. So the call to action needs to be somehow compelling, because you don't want to leave your audience wondering what to do with all the wonderful information you have just given to them. Instead, tell them exactly what to do with it and make sure to weave into your call to action how they will benefit from it. The call to action can also wrap up key actions that you mentioned throughout your presentation. A good call to action should be composed of the following three elements. First of all, the what. What results do you want them to achieve? Secondly, by when do you want to achieve it? And most importantly, number three, what is in it for them when they take this action? If you want to give them a sense of true empowerment, do not tell them how to get there. People feel empowered if they're given the freedom to choose how to come to a specific result. Give them a timeline to make it tangible and to be able to come back to them afterwards. And last not least, if you want them to feel empowered and motivated, carefully think about what's in it for them personally, not for you or the project as such. Maybe there is a learning or a personal development opportunity or the possibility to get more visibility within your organization for the participants. And that brings me to a third powerful type of ending. And this is a very inspiring one. Leave people with a vision. Give them something to dream of. If you have a big change project to share and you end your presentation by giving them a vision of what is possible, a vision of a best case scenario, for example, a what if ending, then you can inspire your audience and you leave them with a feeling of optimism, of joy, maybe even enthusiasm. They will be starting to look forward to something great. And this is how you can get their motivation and their buy-in for your project. And this is how they will remember it in a positive way. To phrase an inspiring vision, you can use metaphors or images at the end and always keep in mind what emotion you want them to leave with at the end of your talk. Now, let me wrap up this whole episode. We were looking in the beginning at three ways how you can make a strong start of your presentation. Number one, you can make a bold claim. Number two, you can surprise them with a statement that is different from what they expect from you. Number three, you can start with a compelling and beautiful story. To end your presentation even stronger, number one, you can use a contrarian statement. Number two, you can make a compelling call to action. Number three, you can share an inspiring vision. Choose what is most suitable, not for you personally, but for your audience. What are they most likely to respond to in a positive way? The next time you prepare a presentation, a speech, a workshop, or something similar, start with asking yourself one question. How do you want your audience to feel? What emotion do you want to leave them with? Remember, 
This is what they will remember. This is making all the difference and you will be surprised how investing more time into shaping a strong start and an even stronger ending and less time into each and every detail of the body of your presentation can help you make a quantum leap on how people perceive you, your professionalism and your charisma. And if you have already embedded what you've learned in this episode, you've just realized that I ended this episode by making a call to action, including what's in it for you. Thank you for listening to Charisma Hacks. If you want to level up your profile and become a charismatic leader able to communicate, engage and motivate in an inspiring and authentic way, you've come to the right place. Subscribe now to this show or reach out to me and get more strategies, tools and mind training to sparkle from the inside.